This audio is brought to you by Muslim Central. Please consider donating to help cover our running costs and future projects by visiting www.muslimcentral.com forward slash donate. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Bismillahi walhamdulillahi wa salatu wa salamu ala rasulillahi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa man ihtada bihudahu wa ba'd. All praise is indeed due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, blessings and salutations upon Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless every single one of us, and we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us from amongst those whose salah, whose prayers are accepted inshaAllah. From amongst those whose fasting in this month is accepted inshaAllah. Bearing in mind that we have not yet completed the month, really, this is a season of forgiveness from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive every single one of us. The one who achieves forgiveness has achieved a lot in the month of Ramadan. The hadith, the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam says, لِمَنْ أَدْرَكَ رَمَضَانَ فَلَمْ يُغْفَرْ لَهُ Destruction be upon the one who has witnessed the month of mercy and has not achieved forgiveness. The one who has seen the month of Ramadan and still did not get forgiveness. That means when the month is there, where mercy is being dished out, and the forgiveness is being handed and distributed, a loser is the one who does not get from that mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we ask for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy. Also, as we commence this evening, it is important that we make mention of the hadith where Aisha radiallahu anha asked the Prophet, peace be upon him, O Messenger of Allah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, if I find the night of decree, which is Laylatul Qadr, what should I say? So he responded, Say, Allahumma innaka afuun tuhibbul afwa fa'fu anni. O Allah, you are most forgiving, you love to forgive, so forgive me. That is the most powerful dua you could make on the night of decree or Laylatul Qadr. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to forgive us. This evening's topic being the last topic is the, the supplications that we make to Allah, also known as dua. We all make dua. We all ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Because definitely He is our creator, He is the all-powerful, He owns absolutely everything. And we always need to ask Him. How should we be asking Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? What, what does He say about it in the Qur'an? Remember what we are doing throughout this month, what we have done, we have completed an entire selection of topics whereby we have clustered together verses under that particular topic. So we choose a topic at random, and thereafter the verses from the Qur'an, as many as we can, translate and put into practice, give a little bit of order, try and interpret it for the listeners, for the benefit of myself, as well as everybody else. The subjects within the noble Qur'an. And what we have done this evening, inshallah, we have brought together a few verses where supplications are made mention of in the Qur'an in order to highlight the importance of the words of the Qur'an. And as we commence, we should realize one thing, and that is, even the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they called out to Allah. Even the prophets of Allah, they called out to Allah. Even the angels, they call out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. 
So we should always be calling to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another issue that is very interesting, why are the supplications of the prophets, may Allah's peace be upon them, mentioned in the Qur'an? There are many reasons. One of them is to show us that they used to call as well. The other is to show us the wording that they used. They used powerful wording. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to make mention to us the wording that the prophets used and those words were accepted and over and above that they were granted whatever they asked for. Subhanallah. Which means if you are to use the same beautiful words that have worked in the past, there is a greater chance of the same word working inshallah. It is like a combination lock. Obviously the example I'm about to give you is slightly different, but just to bring it close to our minds. If you had a lock, which had a combination made out of three figures, and you started trying, you didn't know, but you thought you were clever listening to the click and the tick, and every little while you think, right, I think it's a three here, then you go to the next one, I think it's a two, would that work better than a person who comes to you and says, listen, I know the combination here. The reality is you would be a fool if you did not want to listen to that combination because that which has already worked to open the lock in the past, it is better for you to use the same combination. There are some combinations, maybe they tell you, look, I will give you 20 sets of combinations and inshallah one of them will work. So you try all 20. You would be much more intelligent if you tried those 20 than to start from 000 and go all the way to 999. It might, it might be one of the last figures and who knows, your luck might run out. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us. So these words of supplication in the Quran, they have been used by people better than us. And they have worked. So this is why it is important we go through them. And we try and memorize them in the exact wording, in the exact language insha'Allah. And we try to supplicate, call out to Allah in the same wording. For that is indeed an act of worship. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us our prayers. Now one might say, one might say that the prayer I have is not there. I want to ask for this. And I don't think that that is there in the Qur'an. Believe me, you will be shocked and amazed at, as to what type of supplications are mentioned in the Qur'an as well as in the sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ. The Prophet ﷺ sought protection from laziness, yet he was not lazy. He asked for forgiveness, yet he did not need it. He asked for guidance, yet he did not need it. He asked to be protected from credit and from debt, yet he did not need it. One of the reasons why he was made to ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala all these questions or all these prayers, all these supplications that he himself really did not need was because he was a perfect example for all of us. If we follow his example, we will naturally make the same supplications we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept us all. Now that we've mentioned the virtue of the words that are mentioned in the Qur'an and the wordings of the supplications of the Prophet, peace be upon him, let us go through some of the etiquettes of prayer. When you want to call out to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, if you would like that prayer to be accepted, there are certain steps that you need to follow. There are certain steps that you need to follow. Just like when you want to apply, for example, to get something, you want to apply, for example, maybe to open an account somewhere at, at one of the chain stores. You need to fill in an application. There is a procedure 
Without that procedure, they will not do it for you. With Allah's mercy, sometimes even without the procedure, He will give you what you want. That's the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But if you follow the procedure, there is a greater likelihood that your prayers will be answered. So what is this procedure? The first thing we need to realize and understand is, do good deeds before you make a dua. So when you want to make a prayer, when you want to call out to Allah in supplication, you need to first do a good deed, inshallah. Either two rakats of salah, either you've read a little bit of Quran, either you've given out a charity, either you've done some form of a good deed, and then you go to the next step. It is There is a greater likelihood of your dua being accepted when you've just done a good deed. You helped your mother, you helped your brother, your sister, for example, your spouse and so on. You've been so good, for example, to your children and what have you. You've engaged in an act of worship, even if it means to greet someone with a smile. After that act of worship, you go to the next step. The next step is to praise your Creator. Ya Allah, you are the one, you are the owner, you are the most merciful, you are the praiseworthy, you are the one who can give me what I want. You praise Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a lot. And this is why normally when we start, we start off by saying, Alhamdulillah. We always say all praise is due to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And once we've praised Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala a lot, we need to go to the next step. And that is to ask forgiveness for our shortcomings. Before you ask for what you want, purify your record, clean your record. When you want money to borrow from someone and you are already owing them a lot, do you think they will give you? But once you've cleared your record with them, there is a greater chance that they might give you. As I said, the mercy of Allah dictates that sometimes He will bypass all this and still give you what you want. That's the mercy of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. But it is best that you engage in tawbah, you repent for your sins, you look at yourself, and you say, right, now I am dressed appropriately. I am a person, alhamdulillah, ya Allah, I seek your forgiveness. I will not do this again. I've committed this sin, that sin, this sin, and the other sin. Ya Allah, forgive us all, ya Allah, for our sins, ya Allah. Then, after you have praised Allah, and you have repented for your sins, you are now starting with a clean slate. When you start with a clean slate, you need to start with something known as a salah ala nabiyyi sallallahu alayhi wasallam. You need to praise and salute the one who has brought all the goodness to you. I would never have been a follower of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam if he did not come, subhanallah. So the mere fact that he came is a blessing. We owe him a lot, sallallahu alayhi wasallam. The bare minimum whilst we are starting our dua, we have sought forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We say, Allahumma salli ala Muhammadin wa ala ali nabiyyina Muhammadin wa barik wa sallim. That is the bare minimum inshallah at the beginning of your dua. So that at least you know the goodness. The one who taught you who Allah is was Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. The one who